Let's number say, son of, son of David, have mercy on me. Let your favor and your divine mercy speak for me. Say, Lord, manifest your strength in my weaknesses. I thank you for every moment of your attention in Jesus Christ's name. You may be seated. Welcome in his presence. Greet your neighbor, say, neighbor, welcome to his presence. Say, neighbor, welcome. Ask your neighbor, are you happy? Ask him, ask him, are you happy? Hallelujah. Say, thank you, Jesus. We are happy because Jesus is in our midst. Thank you, Lord. Do you know God knows you? You're aware of that, that God knows you better than you know yourself. Say, my life is in God's hand. Say, neighbor, I am not here by accident. It is a promise of God to give birth to me, to bless me, to save me, to deliver me. Thank you, Jesus. Say, that's why I'm here. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Jesus is the reason why we are here this very morning. Jesus is the reason of our gathering this morning. The Bible says, whether the world laughs or frowns at us, it is an enemy. That's why the scripture warns us today. That neighbor, don't be too quick. Say, neighbor, don't be too quick to trust. Find out what God says. But when we are looking for a leader, when we are looking for a man of God, for a Christian, for a believer, we are always tempted to look at the externals. We tend to consider speaking skills. I mean ability to inspire. Education. Genealogy or descendant, natural descendants. But the Bible says we must look past appearance to the heart. Let's say God looks at the heart. No man can read the heart, but God can. Matthew chapter 15 verse 8 says that God knows those who are following him closely. He said, I know my sheep and I know them by name. So if you have chosen to follow the Lord in spirit and in truth, you know the mind of Christ. Let somebody say, the mind of Christ is meant for those who have the spirit of Jesus Christ. When you have the mind of Christ, you will know his will. You will know his way. 
You will know his project, his will, intention of everything that happens to you. You will know God's point of view. This leads us to our message this morning. A man after God's own heart. Say neighbor. Are you a man after God's own heart? Ask your neighbor, ask your neighbor, ask your neighbor. Are you a man or are you a woman after God's own heart? Ask yourself, ask yourself. Let me take you to the book of Apostles, Acts chapter 13, from verse 22. Act of Apostles chapter 13. I'll read from verse 22. It says, When he had removed him, he raised up for them David as king, to whom also he gave testimony and said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart, who will do all my will. Let someone say, who will do all my will? Who will do what is in my heart? In the book of First Samuel chapter 16, from verse 6 to 22, David was considered the least suitable according to man's standard. But by God's recognition, he was the right person, the right man, a man after God's own heart. God looks at the heart. The man of God says the heart refers to the inner man, the inner self, the real you, the man himself. The heart is the seat of desire, will, emotions, wisdom, knowledge, conscience, and moral character. Say, neighbor, are you a man after God's own heart? Ask your neighbor again. If you are a man after God's own heart, you will feel what Jesus feels. You will know what Jesus knows. I mean, you will see what have not yet been seen. You will say what have not yet been said. Ask David and he will tell you that if you are to be a man of God's own heart, you have to go through God's processing. Say, neighbor, if you are to be a man after God's own heart, you have to go through God's processing. What is that processing? The Bible says anointing of God does not work through methods, plans, machinery. No. It works through suitable men and women. Anointing is the coming of the Holy Spirit into a person's life to set him apart from God's special service and blessing. Let's say anointing does not work through plans, through methods, or machinery. It works through suitable men. Ask your neighbor again, are you the man God created for his glory? Are you a man, are you the woman God created for his glory? 
To be suitable means to receive heavenly acceptance. To be fit, to be suitable, we must to be reformed. What do I mean to be reformed? We have to be melted. Say neighbor, we have to be melted. We have to be remolded. And we have to be filled. We have to be melted first. When you pass through the process of being melted, you still need to be remolded to fit Christ's standard. And once you are remolded as a vessel, you still need to be filled with the Holy Spirit before you can be suitable for God's service. Brethren, we need to be melted first. Why? Because the Bible says, the glory of God cannot suffer corruption. And we all come a long way full of unrighteousness. And many of us, the process has not started yet. We are still in the raw state, raw. What do you mean by raw? A state where we are too much of ourselves. A state we are too much of where we are coming from. That is why we need to go through the process. If anyone refused to go through this tiny step, he would not be able to fulfill what God has designed him to achieve in his master plan. Say, neighbor, we have to be melted. Yes, we have to be melted. The Bible says what God has designed you and me to achieve in his master plan may not be situated in your father's house, may not be situated in your country. But today, many are still remaining in the warm arms of their parents of their country. They are afraid to venture into the cold arms of society where the necessary lesson about life are learned. There is a battle, there is in their heart a struggle between the flesh and the spirit, whether to believe or not. Whether to believe God's calling or not. That's why so many people today, so many, whom God has called to a position of leadership, still find themselves in the position of a follower. Why? Because they trust in man's majority rather than God's authority. They still wait for their parents to agree. They still wait for their friends to agree. They still wait for their community to agree before they step out in boldness and take God at his word. Ask Paul Apostle and he will tell you in Galatians chapter 1 verse 15 to 17. Paul said, when it pleased God to reveal his son to me, I did not consult any man. Means if you have a sense of destiny, you will not look to people for direction. 
you will step out in the direction of God's calling for your life. Say, neighbor, we need to be melted. In the process of being melted, that's the process of stripping. Let somebody say stripping. Where God strips off of everything we counted dear, those things that hold us back. So that we start believing God's authority rather than man's majority. A way of thinking, a way of life needs to be reformed to suit Christ's purpose for our lives. God melt us, God refined us through tribulation, through trials, through temptation. The impact of those trials on ourselves separate us from impurities, separate us from pride, arrogancy, anger, resentment, and cause the character of God to grow in our life. Let someone say, true humility is total dependency upon God for everything. Say, neighbor, are you melted? You need to be remolded. We need to be remolded. Why? If you are to be God's person, if you are to be an evangelist, you must go through the process of being remolded. Why? Because we are concerned in building character. Let somebody say, we are concerned of building character. It is essential that we serve God with a willing heart. A willing heart is a willing servant. Let somebody say, a willing heart is a willing servant. God is concerned about relationship. Relationship forever. That's why he said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. If you are a man after God's own heart, then you have a hugged heart with God. Let somebody say, a hugged heart with God. When you have your mind agree, your heart agree in relationship with Jesus, the Bible says what is seen, whether you are healed or not, whether you are blessed or not, whatever happens in your life, in your marriage, in your business, that cannot affect your relationship with Jesus. Say, neighbor, we need to be filled to be suitable for God's purpose. Serving God without the Holy Spirit is serving a God we do not know. Human spirit fails in doing so unless the Holy Spirit fills. The Bible says the Holy Spirit is God's imperative of life. Imperative of life. He's the giver of all life. A new way of life. A new way of following God starts living in us when the Christ Spirit starts dwelling in our heart. Let someone say, a new way of life. A new way of following God comes 
when God's Spirit starts living within us. The man of God says it is the will of God for everyone to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Because no one can speak on his behalf without his instinct. In this world without faith, without hope, no one can stand for the truth. No one can live right and stand for the truth without him. No one can obey the written scriptures without the Spirit of God. The Word and the Spirit are linked together. Let someone say, the Word and the Spirit are linked together. We are made spiritual by living in the Word and the Word living in us. Let me see your Bible. Let me see your Bible. Say this word, this word is the living presence of his divine power. Say this word is the living presence of Christ's divine power. I am in it. You are in it. The picture of your future is in it. Say my success is in it. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible says to live in the spirit. Keep in the word. Live in the word and let the word live in you. Be saturated with the word of God and you will find yourself overflowing with the spirit. The word is Christ building himself in us as it rules, dominates, and sanctifies our spirit nature. That's the word of God. When the spirit of God came on the apostles on the day of Pentecost, the Bible says, he enhanced their natural faculties. He renewed their strength by filling them with power from on high. And then he confirmed their offices as apostles and people of God. Say, neighbor, what is your dream? Say, neighbor, do you know what God has made you for? It doesn't just happen. There is a process. God used hatred to melt Joseph's confidence in man. God gave to Joseph a dream, a picture of his future greatness known to him alone. But the moment Joseph shared his vision to others, his brothers became hell-bent to frustrate, to destroy that dream. But God used hatred, jealousy, resentment to release him into his divine future. No matter what you are passing through, no matter his calling in your life, God sometimes allows foolish things to come on our way to prepare us for the best which is yet to come. It is in the midst of trials, temptation, hatred that God got Joseph to the place where God used him as a channel of blessing. 
So what is your dream? What is your vision? What is the promise of God for your life? A dream is a roadmap. Say, my dream is my roadmap. For that dream to be fulfilled, you must go through divine processing. Our conduct, our character, our behavior must be altered, must change to suit Christ's standard. Are you ready? Say, neighbor, are you ready? Are you ready to be melted? Are you ready to be remolded? Are you ready to be filled? The Bible says one's input determines one's output. The way and manner we have been processing our lives is what is working for or against us today. So no matter what you are experiencing today, whatever stage you are in, in this divine process, the Bible says broken things become useful in the hands of God. Let someone say broken things becomes useful in the hands of God. Finally, brethren, for every purpose of God in our lives to be fulfilled, there must be a process. Why? Because Jesus Christ is concerned about our future. Jesus does not want us one day to end up saying, I could have been, I should have been, I would have done. God loves us. God values us because we are the dwelling place of his spirit. Our heart is God's temple. Let's say God values us. God values us. Say God values me. God values because because I am the dwelling place of his spirit. Our heart is God's temple. But the Holy Spirit cannot dwell in an unholy place. That's why Jesus is busy building character now. Let's say now. now. So that when we get to a place of destiny, we may not crack, explode, and lose it all. Let's say Jesus is busy building character. Now. Let's say I am a work of art. Let someone say, I am a work of art. My future, my destiny, my career, my life, God's goal for my life is being refashioned now. Let someone say, now. Let someone say, now. Now. Thank you, Jesus. Brethren, those whom God called for any service, he makes them fit for it. Those whom God called for any service, he makes them fit for it. Are you a man after God's own heart? 
follow God's process. And the best is yet to come. May God bless his word. Thank you.